Hi guys, Editing Ash here. I just wanted to put a content warning on this episode. If you are uncomfortable or triggered in any way by the discussion of self-harm, please skip minutes 48 through 52. That's minutes 48 through 52. And if you're just uncomfortable in general and you don't want to risk it, please skip this episode. It's not a big deal. We'll catch you next week. Always do you and put yourself first. So anyone else who listens, we hope you enjoy and we'll see you next week for episode eight. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Drinks at Dana's where we're discussing episode seven, A Light, which is a... Funnily enough, directed by an OG director, Rose Trochet, which I was very surprised by. And very excited to see her work back. And I'm here with Jess and Ash. Hello. Hi. Did you guys pick up that it was a Rose Trochet episode? No, I forgot about that. (laughs) You're a bad fan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember seeing, I think it was on Instagram originally when when we very closely followed the filming <laughs> yeah well i don't know about you i didn't follow it that closely <laughs> but when <laughs> yeah i had to talk about something during my life so. <laughs> it makes sense though because rose has always been good at these kind of episodes like a party you know party kind of episodes mm. where everyone's sort of in the same room again so it was we we got that again we liked it so much and you know, the last episode when everyone was together at the, uh, you know, karaoke and stuff like that. So, yeah, I do like when they're all together like that. Yeah. 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 So having everyone kind of, you know, a lot of it, it wasn't the entire episode, but, you know, a lot of the episode took place in one big room. So that that is kind of a Rose hallmark. And I just realized just really sad i didn't realize it while i was watching the episode but i just realized that poor micah was not in the episode oh yeah yeah, yeah me and ash was talking about that earlier the fact that we were like mostly wait most of the way through the episode we didn't realize he was missing i was like um, oh wh- oh so that's so sad <laughs> especially since i was like why is so-and-so there why is so-and-so there and i didn't even realize that micah wasn't there i'm like but they invited everyone except for him rude it's and kind Maribel. of weird, yeah. The the because Danny was didn't even have Gigi there. Like she was there by herself. So it's like I think Danny, which I only realized at the end of the episode, did she literally just show up to corner Bet to ask her permission to date Gigi? Yeah, she would have had so. no other reason to go. Like it's not like she had a date or meeting she Gigi. It looked like she was she was um, taking part in the silent auction when Finley. Was, oh yeah, like, yeah. Ago. But she didn't look like look like she was so dressed weird. for a cocktail evening either. Like she just kind of left the house and was like, "I'm gonna head over to Gigi's." Oh wait, maybe I should ask for permission first from Bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, Bet's already banging someone else. <laughs> well, I don't think she realized it until she got there yeah. and maybe saw her, because she did say, "Oh, Bet's got something else going on." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, However, now that we jumped right yeah. into the middle of the yeah. episode, <laughs> well, well, so let's rewind and. The beginning of it is a lot of sex with Sophie and Finley, which I thought was a little bit much, considering we don't get that much with actual couples, well, couples that I like. <laughs> it was a lot of hot sex, though. I mean, 
the way it was filmed too. I can I see your face that you disagree with that completely <laughs> because you don't like them together. But well, it was I still see like such a way that it was intended. Okay, to be the filming, a very hot, of course. I you know I'm pr- I'm always constantly praising the the cinematographers and the lighting people and everything. It's gorgeous. Uh, however, I still see no chemistry between the actors. Like, I don't know what it is. Well, it went on long enough that they were having to remind themselves to come up for air, so. Yeah, but that's like the cliche of any long sex scene in any kind of show or movie. Where they're like, oh, Mm -hmm. we should go and get food. It actually kind of continued on continuously throughout (laughs) the entire episode, too. I know. They're like seriously in the honeymoon stage. That's why when, when Danny was in the bathroom... And she heard Alice and Nat. I f- at first thought it was going to be Sophie and Finley. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be horrendous. Well, it couldn't but... have been, though, because she just passed them sitting on the couch on her wedding. Yeah, I just, I just think that I thought, you know, ah, it's the old. Plus, Al- <laughs> Alice had made a whole big thing about, like, meet you in the bathroom. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. They're, um... But it was anyway. weird that... Um... First of all, like Finley coming in with her like refs outfit, and then like w- like why is she taking it off in the work change room of like Sophie's work? Because she ends up putting it back on at the end. Why was her refs look- outfit all like dirty and grass stained, like as if she had been the one well, playing? Yeah, you like- know, it is like toddlers playing, so you never know <laughs> She's what like, they're rolling around on the ground with them. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> She also mentioned that that's her career aspiration. I'm like, oh, all right then. Maybe she wants to be a PE teacher or something. Adorable. Fulfilling lesbian stereotypes globally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, why hasn't Alice hired her back already? Like, there's no, re- there's nothing stopping her from being working there again. Because as soon as she was, Alice was like, "You better Febreze that couch." She's like, "Febrezing check." I was like, "Oh, I miss her being a PA." Yeah, it she just was, it was fun. Yeah, so after uh, Finley and Sophie get caught by Alice <laughs> banging backstage at, at her show, um, they have like a, I don't know, there's one point where I'm like, uh, Sophie's sort of a dick to Finley again, um, where she like sees her as a kid. Like a child, so yeah. Yeah, so they have this conversation in the kitchen, which blew my mind i thought it was same totally i was weird. like flabbergasted i'm so, like they've been best friends for how long have they been supposedly best friends yeah well, or i'm like cool. did we all just assume that because sophie says like oh they only know each other in one way aka the sexy yeah. way i know. And like that they know nothing about each other and i was so uh, yeah when she was like can you even cook i was like dude she's your roommate you would have known this like even if they, they were, like besties yeah. But even if they weren't, and they, they've all been roommating together, surely you would know if your roommate can cook or not. Yeah, I did find that really weird because even people that, like, I'm, I don't know, like, casual friends with that maybe I see every so often, like, oh, I, I know very basic things of, like, stuff like that. Like, it just... It yeah, so odd. now I'm rethinking everything that I thought I knew about them from season one. So now I'm like, because we had kind of assumed or talked about maybe they knew each other in college, but I'm like, no, I, they just met on the show, I think. Like, like the beginning of they were both season PAs. one was, yeah, maybe. Like maybe they yeah. just met on Alice's show and Finley like had a crush on her immediately 
but knew Sophie was with Danny, so never was like, oh, I can just be the friend instead. But they also mm. lived together, right? They were all roommates. No, Finley had Only a whole end. house full of roommates. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then she moved in with Shane. But it always seemed, it always felt like Finley was the roommate because she's there all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like she's just drinking all their orange juice. But, like, they must have been friends for, like, some period of time because the fact that, like, Finley then became friends with Micah and Danny, like, through Sophie, I'm assuming. She was there when the proposal happened. Yeah, she yeah. Like, burst like, into the bedroom when they were having sex. Like, that's not just a work acquaintance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was totally thought they were better friends than this. Apparently, they know nothing about each other, but... Sophie seems to say so mm. I, I, it was kind of like I don't know man like Sophie's sort of grilling her like career aspirations and like as if she still kind of yeah, like, looks do down on her for being childish and Finley kind of jokes about like being a stay-at-home dad and I'm like honestly Finley would be an awesome stay-at-home dad like that's what she sh- I could totally see Sophie yeah being the breadwinner and like Finley being at home raising kids and stuff because she's she'd be an awesome she seems like you know the fun parent and stuff yeah I see that and she reminds Sophie that she's actually been taking care of herself since she she reveals that she got kicked out of the house by her parents when she was 18 Hmm. which Sophie should already have known yeah (laughs) yeah it's so weird that's the I'm kind of disappointed that's that's like all we've I thought we were gonna get more about Finley's like Same. maybe we will Religion, now with, with the, the parents storyline the, the sister's but, wedding. Yeah, I I would really like to to know more. Next season, Marja, please. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit the way that like the OGs kind of treated Shane sometimes like mm-hmm. a little dismissively like oh you're just like a playgirl kind of thing um, mm-hmm. like as if she's not as serious as the rest of them like discounting the life experiences that like that Shane had growing up and taking care of herself and you know Finley is sort of the same way but she just comes off as such a like sweet lovable <laughs> slightly doofus puppy dog (laughs) yeah and when you have to like make like make it on on your own like yeah okay maybe silly things like cooking and all that stuff that she's mentioning like okay maybe Finley's just eating a lot of takeout but it those things that like even today I think that there's there's some people in my friendship group who are more like Danny's that have gone into like very wealthy family businesses and in their heads they make it on their own but it's like you would never make it on your own in the in the real world like you know silly things like their parents still pay their credit cards or their car insurance and things like that whereas it's like Finley getting kicked out at 18 like that I'm assuming she was still in high school like that's that's hard I was like, oh, yeah. The second scene of the show was Alice in bed out at brunch. Oh yeah, where she so, says it's so gay that uh, Gigi and Nat are out brunching I love as that. well. I loved when Alice goes, "Did I summon them here?" I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> she, I feel like she thinks they're just following her around constantly. Yeah, 
<laughs> I, I kind of just like loved like Alice and Bet, like because they're probably my two favorite, like and, and Gigi, but and ha just having little like a cute little friend lunch. <laughs> I, I know funny. well at first I'm like where's Shane it's supposed to be the three of them brunching together and... Shane's like I've got to deal with that bullshit today oh right I know it was cute but so Shane, Shane's, busy. Yeah, Shane's busy at the uh, I was gonna say the planet god damn it <laughs> she's busy at um Dana's counting all the casino yeah. money um, yeah Alice is like it's like one big giant X one is your X one is mine oh wait actually they're both mine <laughs> It's like it's some of your finest work. <laughs> yeah. Like how they combined they just one giant X. Oh man. It's like funny. the chart is what it is. It is yeah. totally the chart. We need a new chart. We should make a new chart. <laughs> Although I feel like the new chart would have just have Gigi in the middle of everything. Yeah, I saw right. some some of like the younger shame. fans doing that, making making like a chart on Twitter, I think. And it was like Gigi had a very big bubble. <laughs> And then Gigi said she saw them, and I was like, I would have paid to see that scene. <laughs> she would have just knocked on the window like she always does. Or she would have jumped in the back seat like she did. In I know. I wonder if they actually filmed that scene and, like, cut it. or if they, oh, oh, God, it'd be great. Her head coming through the sunroom. Oh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, Nat looks great, by the way, though. Oh, yeah, she looked yeah. the best I've seen her since. Yeah, her hair was fantastic. I'm like, was her hair always been that color? And like, I don't know. Really Maybe good. it was just because it was out. Yeah. But yeah, she looked great. Maybe that's why Alice went back for seconds. She saw her and was like, <laughs> she saw the red hair. <laughs> when uh, Nat sort of pulls up next to Alice at the ca casino night and... and She's busted by Sophie and, and Finley and, and she's like, oh, they're like, oh, and she's like, oh, no, no, we're just hanging out. Nat actually looked a little bit hurt. She was like, oh, are we? Oh, okay. Apparently we're just hanging out. Mm -hmm. Like, did she think that they'd gotten back together? I mean, later on, it kind of makes it obvious that she thought there was something more. Yeah. And spoiler alert, if you watched the previews for next week, <laughs> which I did not, but spoil me away, then this is definitely cheating. Oh, because it looks like Tom's Alice back. has a whole, I have to tell you something, and Tom oh. seems pissed, so. Yeah. Yeah. But that's interesting uh, that she would choose to tell him. Well, I mean, she is the anti-cheater, so. But yeah, you're right. Like, Shane calls her out. I'm, I'm, I wasn't so sure at first, but I'm liking Shane this season. She seems, mm. you know, more mature. She was not impressed with that. It's. Mm. I feel like Shane's had her lifetime fill of drama, and mm -hmm. she's uh -huh. just not having it anymore. Yeah, I think yeah, Shane I drama followed Shane around for like the first half of her life, you know, <laughs> and it just kind of feels like she has no more fucks to give for anyone else's, uh, you know, drama volcanoes that they seem to cause and relish in. So. When Angie's talking about, like, oh, what questions should I ask my... Yeah. Um, I was like, at that point, I was like, are they still a couple? Like, are they even together? Because they don't act like a couple and they yeah. don't, they haven't kissed this season. So I'm like, are they just best friends now? Like, I don't, I was like confused there for a second. I thought the same until, thing. Uh, yeah, when, yeah. When Jordy Angie... just left her room, like, okay, bye. Yeah, she's like, bye. Yeah, yeah. Bye. yeah. I'm like, are they girlfriends? Because I guess yeah, maybe because like, like the the actors are so young, like they don't want to. Yeah, and then um, 
Angie's talking to her half sister later about how Jordy doesn't seem interested in Angie's life and that she's thinking about breaking up with her, which yeah, I was like, I'll, yes, yeah. good idea. Yeah. I was, I was, well, yeah. I was I like, was oh, totally that's they are a couple. And yes, you should break up with her. Yeah. But then I kind of changed my mind with the uh, sweetness that happened later. Yeah, see, like, yeah, I saw the prompo- proposal, but I was like, and I saw that she was going to break up with her, but then I'm like, that's a hard situation, because if I was Angie, I wouldn't know what to do either, because, like, it was a sweet gesture, but the reasons for breaking up are still there. Yeah, I don't think it completely writes it off either. Yeah, like, Angie was ecstatic, though. Yeah. Her response like, yeah. wasn't, like, awkward at all, like, oh, shoot, I was about to break up with her. I mean, it was just, like... And well, yeah, she was, she yes. was loving what, what she the effort she'd gone to, which anyone would really. Yeah, and when you're like 16, 17, and you, you know, you're going like you've never had your heart broken, and you're like <laughs> in your quick, cute little like first love, like, yeah. I do like that Marja was able to squeeze in a like a flash mob type dance number. <laughs> dance number, quick dance yeah. number. <laughs> Like, was that a first for the L word? I feel like it might have been a dance number. Yeah, like a oh, yeah, how are you forgetting number. Marina? Let's <laughs> girls the musical. Oh god, I think I might have blocked that out. <laughs> oh god, Marina in the top hat. Shane Shane says in in this Shane or Tess says in this episode that they did the buy in for a thousand dollars, like. That's nothing. Like the, that kind of answered my question as to, okay, what terms are we playing in here? Because, I mean, you could do a buy-in for 100K, for 500K or whatever. So the fact they're doing $1,000, the games aren't having crazy money, you know? So again, I say, what is Shane's motivation here? Because a couple of grand, like... Well, this was different, though. Like, her sort of nighttime secret invite-only ones might be higher stakes, but this seemed like a very public Mm. fundraiser, Mm. like, for MS. So I just think it was a totally different ball. It was sort of like the legit versus the, you know, this is the the stuff that sees the light of day. Still need some clarification. What's going on there? It's still even a thousand dollars. I hope we like, won't get it. First, get any clarification. <laughs> I'm like, what are Sophie and Finley doing there? They don't have a thousand dollars for a poker game. Oh yeah, yeah. And those what? silent auction things at like at ones like that oh yeah. Too. Like if the the buy-in's a hundred k, they'll be like expecting people to to silently bid like ten k on like a spa package or like a weekend at someone's like yeah. vineyard or something. What are the guesses are uh, that what what was the item that Danny was looking at on the table? Oh yeah, <laughs> a, a mountain retreat, a lake house, <laughs> some sort hey, of uh, cooking course, <laughs> cooking course. <laughs> Wait, you think she's checking up on one that she donated? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she's like, so this is my company's one. <laughs> yeah, so we're so we get to the poker night, and one of the first things we see is Carrie drinking at the bar, which raises some red flags since. Shane had just seen her earlier that day when she dropped Tess off at AA. Mm-hmm. Actually, I kind of loved Shane's reaction in that moment when she's sitting in the car and seeing this. 
it's sort of this like long suffering sigh like she hates the idea <laughs> that she has another secret because <laughs> it's like she just knows like oh man like that's one of my best friends and now i know this thing i'm not supposed to know she seems so really put out by it here's the question though because i saw i didn't really think of this because i don't know whether my mind would go there but they people were talking about this on twitter after the episode aired which i don't like twitter but anyway (laughs) the people were saying is when carrie tells shane that no no i was at oa it's not to do with alcohol or substance or anything was carrie telling the truth or was she trying to like save face in front of shane i like from what i from what we've been shown from carrie and how open she is i feel like she's just telling the truth that's what i thought too um I don't, anyone else I, mean, I would have been like yes yeah, like obviously a lie yeah yeah I, mm. I keep looking at the l word through like these like soap opera lens and it, yeah. it never goes quite a soap opera as i'm expecting it to so it throws me a little bit but i do think carrie's genuine well i mean and shane can easily ask tess was she in, in your group like did you see this person but no and, i think I mean, it was, it was just a, earlier a, than i am yeah but it also was a small community hall so it's like were there two different meetings going on at the same time yeah. or yeah and you can easily run into people from other groups i mean like carrie even mentions like the sex addicts group like oh those people are not what you would expect them to be like you see people and you're like oh this person's in this group and this person's in this oh group. yeah 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 i do i if i can make a personal segue on this topic yeah do it um so the church I go to I used to go like at night where we'd have like small group meetings and there was a dinner beforehand and you kind of sit at big tables with people but there's all these different groups happening at one time and so we're in like the lesbian group we're like the lesbian like bible study (laughs) group because that's the thing let me just say for all people who think i'm insane right now i'm in the midwest there's lots of churches (laughs) everywhere this is a thing um but so you'd sit with people and sometimes people would ask like what group you're there for which is super (laughs) awkward right yeah super awkward um but like I'm like, I feel like we shouldn't be asking this because some people are there for their, they had a whole bunch of like AA and NA and stuff. So like you sit in groups of people and you can kind of start to pick them out. Like, oh, that's the over 50 singles group. And like, (laughs) (laughs) that's the recovery group. And like, oh, those sad people, it's like the grief group or something. So yeah, you kind of get to like, start knowing on site it's like we don't have to ask people let's not ask these <laughs> yeah, like, questions anymore. on the side of caution yeah. <laughs> like yeah your rainbow <laughs> gay flag t-shirt doesn't my give rainbow you shirt of like alternative haircut not clue you into the fact that i'm here with the lesbians <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh but yeah but just back to carrie at casino night prior to her being drunk um, one of the, my favorite parts of the episode was when she and Alice start chatting, and she starts oh, yeah, going on about great. like they start a whole conversation about talk shows and oh yeah, yeah. there was no talk show. And I'm like, this is hilarious for those that don't know. Rosie O'Donnell actually had and led the way, sort of, in having a gay talk show. Well, she was gay, and she had a talk show. It wasn't a gay talk show, but <laughs> it's, yeah. so it's very meta of them to have like a whole I conversation. And she's yeah. like, have you ever? been to a talk show and rosie o'donnell's like no No. like no (laughs) 
I know for all of you youngins out there who <laughs> didn't pick yeah, up on I, the... I actually looked it up and it's it was in I think it started in 1996 and it went for mm. six seasons. I think I watched like every episode of it. <laughs> yeah, I can remember when I was a kid it was on. But... Yeah. But yeah, it's funny because Alice is like, yeah, there was nothing. There was a whole, you know, empty market. <laughs> she's like, of like, course, besides Ellen. Being talk show, it's unprecedented. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they just look at each other. It's like a so pregnant funny. pause. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> hilarious. Let's let the audience catch up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh that's a lot of, of what I liked about this episode, that there was like a lot of like for the L word too, like there was a lot of like funny moments like, when Shane was called calling Alice out on her sue and things like that. Like, that's my favorite line of the episode. Like, have I you seen Dumb and Dumb Up? No, it like four times. I was just like, yeah, I was like, no, why? No reason. No reason. <laughs> Someone in my Facebook group posted the picture from the from the episode from the movie, and I was like, oh my god, it did look exactly like the same suit. <laughs> Like I so want to know if that was originally written in or oh, if yeah. that I was. Know. That's what I thought. I feel like if it was improv, Alice uh, Alicia would have lost her shit. <laughs> well, no, I didn't think it was improv, but like I feel like an on the day or something. Or something oh yeah, after Shane she, after she like, came out in her wardrobe, yeah, yeah. I could totally see them trying on their wardrobe and her getting teased about it, <laughs> and then it being written in. I can see Kate teasing Alicia about it. Being yeah. Like, you look like Dumb and Dumb. Like, <laughs> Maybe they'll talk about it on Pants Pod. Well, they're only on season one right now. <laughs> the originals. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so in like, you know, 2030, years. <laughs> yeah, 2030, they'll get to this. <laughs> like, see, was... we, were, we were right. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Finley and um, Sophie gossiping about Alice and Nat, oh, too. F- Do you think she's <laughs> a top? <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. Like, I was going to ask her how writing the D was. Like, even oh, yeah. Finley, <laughs> was like, yeah. And Sophie are, thinking, are concerned about Tom. Poor Tom. Yeah, yeah. So if we connect to the, the Danny bit we were talking about earlier as if she like just went there to talk to bed and that was the only reason she she's at the poker night. Well, we always see her do is come in, waltz past Sophie and Finley on the couch canoodling, head into the bathroom where they tell her that Gigi likes her, and then head up and check on the silent auction and bumps into Finley and then that's it. Yeah. Which also that Finley bit was weird because I was like she's really drunk already, Finley. Oh. It seemed to me like Finley was quite drunk. The second time I I watched the episode, I was like paying more attention to Finley's glass and like, and and it just seemed like like it's hard to tell because obviously she's drinking the same thing throughout, but it did seem like she ha- she definitely got through a good few. And then she also had that flask too. Yeah, hidden in her jacket. Hmm. And I'm so- sure she drank before. Well, before when she comes up the bed. stairs to, and bumps into Danny, I already like was like, she seems drunk at that point. That was an interesting exchange, though. You know, Finley's trying to apologize, which she does a lot. And Danny, of course, doesn't want to hear it, which to me, I was like, okay, she's Danny's kind of a total bitch to her right now. But I also don't really blame her for not wanting to listen to a thing. So uh, Finley has to say, Um, but, 
you know, Danny is a bit revealing there. I kind of wonder if she would have said this before meeting Gigi, but, you know, she kind of reveals isn't really the right word, but, you know, lets us all know that she has feelings, that people don't acknowledge that Danny hurts just like everyone else does. Mm. Yeah, and because of that, she doesn't have anyone to comfort her. Yeah. But I, then I love how Finley's like, can I hug you? Because <laughs> she's a puppy dog. Yeah, I was like, just let her hug you. I know. <laughs> I was like, you'll both feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Plus she gives great hugs. So on to more couple at the, at the event. Bat and Pepper. And I thought it was sweet when they came in and Alice and Shane were like really excited to meet Pepper. <laughs> It's really funny though that he totally embarrassed Bet in front of her. She's like, oh no, <laughs> shut up, stop talking. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I, I feel like obviously like now that um, Bet and Tina aren't together, I feel like Alice and Shane really humanize Bet at the moment because she is just like she's wild this season. So I think that I mean she, it would she'd be really hard if she didn't have like Alice and Shane softening like a lot of her scenes, I think. So after, after Pippa agrees to let Bet represent her, is that the right word? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or she signs with the gallery. Yeah. Um, They go to the, uh, I don't know, date, not a date (laughs) poker night together. (laughs) Depends on who you ask, I guess. Depends on what time of the night it is, whether it's a day or not a day. Um, But before we get to see them together, they were both very true to themselves. Bet was actually nicer in that scene. A lot like this is scary, but considerably nicer in that scene than she has ever been. Oh yeah, there was that. Yeah, Yeah, she she did give her more time than she usually does. Yeah, she was. You're right. But like, well, you know, you know that I'm a bad apologist. But also, just I, we've never got clarification on what happened with Bet Tina Carrie. Like, was Bet and Tina's relationship over when Tina and Carrie got together, or was you know? It's it definitely seems as though Tina and Carrie there was something going on before Bet and Tina like were officially divorced like from what they said in season one anyway and I think that like Carrie just represents to Bet like the end of her relationship with Tina and in Bet's head her and Tina aren't together because of Carrie because Bet won't address her own things and I just don't I think that when you have a situation like that, that it's it's a little bit different than the normal like step parent or like other parent coming in because Carrie is like nice and trying to like do the right thing and she and she is like not trying to overstep her mark or anything, but it's not Bet's obligation to have some relationship with with Carrie like she's tina's like partner like i i just think of some situations that i know like where 
the the new step parent or whatever it is doesn't get on with like the biological parent and it's because they would they would never be forced to interact in the real world because they're people that just don't get on or wouldn't like could you ever imagine Carrie and Bette being friends like they're forced into this situation because of Carrie dating Tina and whatever's going on there so I think that Bette just I mean for Bette that was kind of the best you can hope for that she's gonna say hey yeah come to the event even though Tina's out of town but yeah I I, I mean she barely lets anyone in like Shane and Alice, Tina and Angie, like that's kind of it. So mm-hmm. I think it's, I mean, the, like, I don't think it's anyone's fault, but that was an absolute bitch. <laughs> but... For sure. She was a bitch. <sighs> yeah. Like, I mean, just... like I got the feeling like, okay, it's not like Carrie wants to be best friends with her. She just wanted her blessing. She just wanted Bet to to acknowledge that she's good enough for Tina. Well, that she's just a good person or whatever. But but Bet doesn't think that. Bet doesn't think that Carrie's good enough for Tina. And this could be just simply because she wants to be with Tina and she's not gonna like anyone that's with Tina. But it could also be she just laid eyes on her and didn't like her, she couldn't get on with her, or there could be actual legitimate reasons, but I tend to err on the side of Bet would hate anyone that's with Tina because it's Bet. Instead, she just got a condescending, you know, shoulder rub, like she like Bet loves giving. Well, I, I definitely <laughs> felt for Carrie in the moment when she talks about it feeling like the mean girls at school who like wouldn't let her sit at the lunch table or whatever, and that's my life. Called her names, yep. right? Yeah, and so. I I felt that, but then Bet actually initiates a little bonding moment when mm. she tells about her experience with Mean Girls. Well, yeah, you can almost see Carrie a little bit surprised there by that. Yeah, mm. I don't think she was expecting that, and it didn't come off, which is what I would usually have expected from Bet. It doesn't come off as like I didn't think that I'm trying to one up your mm-hmm. yeah 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 experience. It seemed shared in good faith and then Bet was ready to drop it and Mm. Carrie wouldn't let her drop it. And that's when it got awkward. Because I think too, like Bet and Tina like have that baggage. Like there's always going to be issues with, with them. And when it comes to Carrie, like no matter if their relationship would have fallen apart on its own with or without Carrie's help, Carrie is still like one in a way, like she's with Tina, she's engaged to Tina. Like when it comes to just, that surface level thing so of course Carrie's going to want to to push it because it's like on her time on her thing that even though like she is a nice person and she's she's doing out of like good faith like she wants to you know have a amicable relationship with Bet for Tina and Angie's sake but still like Bet is not getting anything out of this if that is like I know that sounds awful but she's not like she's having she doesn't have Tina she she has to be around this person who she for whatever reason really doesn't like and then she also 
has to share her child with someone that she doesn't like so it it's a lot of things and and if bet is just at that stage of yeah you can still come to the the event but don't put me next to her and okay we can have this little two minute chat but if that's it for me then I, like carrie should try and like just <laughs> accept the little well, things that bet's yeah. gonna give her and and well, I mean, obviously this runs deeper than just Bet. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she breaks down at the end and she's crying, she says it's not just about tonight. It's about her whole life. Like, so obviously this is something that she's had to deal with, like the mean girls and not being accepted. And I may have bawled my eyes out. <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious, though, like, is it, I think it would really suck if if that, like, that was the end of of Carrie because episodes eight, nine, and ten, like obviously, are finished and up on IMDb. But and it doesn't seem as though Rosie's in the rest of the season. But I swear, episode nine is not right because like Angie and Jordy aren't in it, and they are because it's the prom episode. So I think there's some things going like you know maybe they've kept full cast list yeah, off for a reason. Like in true Elwood style, they could easily have in the next episode Tina just say yeah we broke up mm. and, then and but that's see. the thing also I'm worried about oh <laughs> it's the L word <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Carrie's gonna fall into the black hole with all the other characters yeah I mean I hope not because Rosie O'Donnell was phenomenal in that scene at the end yeah she's really good in this episode um, too yeah she why why is Carrie in Los Angeles they live they live there now they moved there that's what Tina what? said last season. She said they were going to move, move to, to LA. Because I thought earlier in the season they just flew in and they were visiting when Angie no. asked them to come to. Remember, um, in the in the scarring <laughs> dinner scene from season one, and Bet's like, "Oh, you can stay here," and Tina's like, "No, no, no, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move here and find somewhere." So I'm assuming that that where they went was their house because Carrie says like, oh, I passed the bar in two states. I'm assuming California and New York. Mm. Yeah, I thought I'm like, why is Carrie even there and hanging out with them? I couldn't figure that out. And like she was taught she's a DA. So like she has to be working for the DA's office in California. So she has Mm. to live. Yeah, they have to live there. It'd be funny if they met Carrie because she was their divorce attorney. (laughs) Sad. Twist the knife. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the thought I had. I was like, oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> Honestly, if Rosie doesn't win an Emmy nomination for this oh, episode, know, right? she's yeah. a really good actress. Yep. The uh, like fantastic. she should. But there's so many ta- like the I think there's so many great people on the show and it's constantly, constantly overlooked because well, we all know why. Well, these type of shows usually are, but often it's like that, you know, that famous guest actor spot who, you know, gets those nominations. Yeah, but I think about like uh, Succession and Dexter and all the other Showtime and HBO shows that get their dues, even though they have a small audience and the L word doesn't because of homophobia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's start a Emmy for your consideration campaign. Yeah. <laughs> so after their little interaction, um, Carrie goes to drink herself under the table at the bar. 
Yeah. And Bet and Pippa seem to what did they do? lose all their money. <laughs> <laughs> lose all their money and then get the heck out of there. Yep. Yeah. And she's when she's like, let's get out of here. I'm thinking, okay, she's taking it back to her house. Instead, she's like, nope, here's a hard, cold, cold gallery floor. There you go. <laughs> it's an art exhibit. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought this has been having- the most bet bet sex centric place oh, yeah, the best night of her life to be honest banging an artist on an art exhibit on an yeah, art exactly. exhibit uh, like i'm like it's it's a gallery there's gotta be a thousand cameras everywhere <laughs> and windows aren't those things usually massive windows all the way around i don't know i just couldn't stop thinking of all the cameras but bet's probably turned them off you would assume or she's gonna you know mysteriously make the footage disappear the next morning <laughs> so Danny and Gigi time. Danny and Gigi. The best oh, time. I've been looking so excited for this. That's why I watched the episode early that I normally don't watch it that early, but I watched it because oh, I couldn't wait for this. <laughs> I li- literally I was like five in the morning when I was when I was watching it. And I was literally was like yeah! <laughs> I don't even know how you're awake at that time. <laughs> Gotta get up early on Elwood Day. <laughs> Three thirty. Oh, oh wow! Not even a baker gets up that early. Yeah, gotta gotta get those Elwood videos out. <laughs> you're like a El- you're like a an Elwood factory, <laughs> churning out the videos. Yeah, I have to be they- camera ready when it airs. You see, they need they need to hire you for something. <laughs> <laughs> anything, I'll take anything. Anything, anything like cleaner, janitor, <laughs> making the coffees. For breezing the yeah, couch. Yeah, I would love to make everyone coffees because then I get to interact with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Marsha, here's your coffee. By the way, some notes on that scene. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so when they're sitting on that pink bench, it's very cute when, you know, it turns out that it's Danny's problem with it is that she kind of wants Bet's permit or she's not sure about Bet. And how yeah. she would feel about it, and Gigi's just like, "Well, Beth's never has strong <laughs> Beth feelings." Doesn't give me. A fuck. Yeah, yeah, but it's it, but then cutely, Danny goes, "I find that hard to believe." I was like, ee, "She likes her a lot." <laughs> yeah, Danny seems a little like old-fashioned almost compared to the rest of her friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it feels like an old-school romantic comedy build-up, like epic romance with the two of them. Not your usual, you know, let's just kiss and bang. Like it was, it's more like, yay, they're like, there's feelings involved and they're talking about things. And yeah, I'm glad they just didn't like, I- I'm glad that Danny kind of like pumped the brakes a little bit. Cause yeah, honestly, I, I like, I absolutely love them. I, I love both the characters. I love them as a couple, everything, but they seem to be like, you not like I know there's a few people that don't like them but overall I have never seen so many like even you know normally like we don't agree on on who like we all like different people um and even just like my own like views and things like on on the channel like it, it is Gigi and Danny are the most popular at the moment by far like they're they're super super popular watching like even just comparing them to like sophie and finley from the beginning i just feel like Mm. they just can't kiss or something is off with their kissing and then you see Gigi and danny like oh 
that's how you guess. Like, <laughs> I'd forgotten, but it was very hot. Yeah. I, th- I think that they could be like the, the L word couple. Yep. I'm hoping so. Yeah. I hope they don't fuck it up. <laughs> oh, they will. But I'm hoping it's going to be like, I don't mind when, you know, there's bumps in the road, but I, like, I hope that they're like end game and they, yeah, yeah, you know, they do that whole like struggle and then they get back together in like <laughs> in a cute romantic comedy storyline kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Because I love slow burns, and this is a, definitely a slow burn. We're at episode what seven now, and they've mm. only just kissed. I'm like, and the fact that they didn't rush in and have sex, I, I'm like, I really liked that. Yeah. It's literally okay. the only time that's ever happened. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I feel like I they're unusual happy. in this in that sense because they're yeah, like you said, it hasn't happened before. Yeah, I like that. You don't see it a lot, but I thought like, it was funny that Danny goes to this whole event just to track down Bet. I guess yeah, and yep. doesn't, <laughs> but she still has to show up at Gigi's house at night where she's in bed or something because she again was one of the losers who didn't get an invite to the awesome poker night (laughs) well obviously who would have invited her nat nat's with alice and bets with pippa so it's like peace out Gigi. and i also like it drives me insane like I'm, i'm sure it's supposed to that constantly constantly Alice and Bat are like, oh, Gigi, Gigi. And I'm like, Gigi is the only person who, like, actually knows how to talk about things and, like, feelings and stuff. Yeah, and everyone else on... is like, repress it, push it down. Yeah, Just exactly. Have sex with someone. But the fact that they, like, tease her about it, it's, like, so, like, what? She's way more... Um... I feel like she's way more evolved to be able to just openly mm. chat about her feelings and stuff. And oddly, I read on Facebook someone called her clingy, and I was like, "Really?" I was like, "She's like the opposite of clingy. There's like yeah. no clinginess about her at all." She's like, "Well, that didn't no. work out. Move along." Like, yeah, yeah. And that part on like the bench that you were talking about when they have their discussion, and Danny wants to avoid the talk. Gigi's just like so secure in herself and so mature in that moment, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and she's like, just like, well, it's fine if you don't like me back. That's I'm um, I'm a big girl kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then even at night when she comes to get her and was and tells her that I wasn't able to talk to Bet, she's like, Well, that's okay, you know, kind of yeah. come back when you have, sort of thing. Yeah, like, because she's, she's kind of like, What do you want? Like Yeah, like let me know when you're ready. Cause she's kind of yeah. already laid it out for her what she wants, but um danny is like really distrustful of that well yeah um, she did just get cheated on and left at the altar so. well yeah but she's like why have you been with everyone i know and i'm like yeah that danny, was- someone needs to teach you about the chart yeah <laughs> we not heard of the chart someone needs to just hand her season one of the original l word i'm like this- are you new to lesbianism <laughs> like what about the chart <laughs> everyone why is everyone sleeping with everyone because they are <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, that was a definitely like, are you new here moment? Like, hello. <laughs> but it almost makes it seem like, was she just with Sophie and that's all? Like, that's all I she's guess. experienced? Like, yeah, oh, yeah that, that's what I'm, Micah, just, I'm thinking. I of. just assume Micah was like a, like a, not a fling, but just maybe like a short thing and not very serious. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of assume Micah was like freshman year and then 
Yeah, then it was just so. Yeah, but I feel like because they might have been so young, it might have been more innocent and more teenagery and like kissing and you know nothing too serious, not not full on relationship mode until she got with Sophie. But yeah, I mean, you'd think that she'd be around lesbian groups of friends, and they they would have all been sleeping with each other. (laughs) Not really. This is her single (laughs) group of friends, which is practically non-existent for her as it is. Yeah, that's true. But I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to next episode to see what happens with them. <laughs> I can't believe we've only got three left. I know. But if they could just, you know, make out in each of those episodes, I'd be happy. So I don't know about you guys, but I was completely anxious for like the last ten minutes of the episode, and that's what I mean about it being like more. I was expecting more soap opery than it turned mm. out to be. Oh yeah. I'm like, Oh, they're drinking and they're getting in the car and then, it's like, raining Carrie's and then she's drunk, like and it's yeah. raining and it kept flashing back and forth in this whole montage between all the groups of people and I'm like, oh my god, someone's going to die. I thought someone was gonna die <laughs> as well. Okay, everyone is someone's so scarred. Like, run over someone. <laughs> I fully thought that yeah, someone that yeah, either Finley and Sophie, one of them was gonna die potentially, or be in the next Carrie, yeah. Well no, I Carrie, because so Carrie was being this. driven home. Like, no, so but many people say they thought that. So there was the horrible um, emotional scene at the end with K- so Carrie's completely drunk. Shane and Tess step up to give her a lift home. And when they take her to her doorstep, she's like in that drunken misery state where she's like inconsolable. Mm-hmm. This is where I bowled my eyes out. I, I, and I think if I watched it again, I might, but I, like I said, I was so anxious, worried about what was going to happen next that I couldn't. Did you think the same thing that I did that Ash didn't think? I thought Carrie was going to kill herself. Yeah. See, that's exactly what I got too. Yeah. I I got that. Exactly. I thought when Tess and Shane were walking away from the house, like, oh, we're all good. I I was just bracing myself to hear a gunshot. I've oh, heard I've, so I've, many people say like... that exact, like exact thing. Like I never even. Yeah, she just that that seemed like she was on because she just said like one of the lines was something like "this can't go on." Yeah, that, I'm like, well, well, how is it gonna? Did she end? say I can't like, live like this? Also, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't live like this. And I was like, yeah, fully like. Thought I'm like, she's you can't leave her alone. Gonna... <laughs> she's yeah, I know, and and intoxicated. Yeah, they were just, the way they walked off so casually, like, almost giggling about it. Like, oh, have you ever been that drunk? <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? Go back and, like, stay with her. <laughs> yeah, I fully expected to hear either a gunshot right there or to see a car accident. Yep, same. Sophie and Finley, yeah. So I think we've watched too much tense. soap operas. So <laughs> for the whole, like, last ten minutes. I feel like any other show would have gone to one of those places. I just don't. Like, people say this all the well, time actually, about they're going to kill so-and-so, they're going to kill... I just don't think they would ever do that. Like, we have someone been was saying scarred. they're going to kill Angie. And it's like, that would, <laughs> like, the rest of the show would be ruined. No, like, the, I actually you ever that expect too. them to... Because to, kept... to move the characters like bet and, and teen and like shane alice like if something happened to any of them they like they the show would never be the same ever the the characters would would be grieving for the rest of the season hashtag the o word season three yeah exactly <laughs> exactly they did that fucking <laughs> shit before and look how it turned that's out that's why we're still we're still <laughs> scarred from that <laughs> like I, 
It was the way this like whole ending montage was filmed in the rain and you have like Jordy and Angie are out there. I'm like, everyone's out on the streets right now. Like Sophie's getting a freaking hand job in the car. Her drunk ass is like, I can't wait till we get home for you to finger me. So I'm going to distract you from driving. Yeah. And, well, it was raining and she's drunk and raining and drinking. And I'm like, Oh Lord, what if she, I like, was waiting for them to else? swerve off the road. No, I was waiting for them to swerve and this crash. I, well, that or someone slams someone it, and I'm like, yeah, or you, you know, those... any of the other people who were on the road, like all the other cast members, <laughs> I are that, all driving that. out in the rain. Can you imagine if yeah. Finley had just taken out Jordan or something? Jordy so... and Angie just standing there, lovingly hugging each other, and this <laughs> what is it, Toyota Corolla or whatever the hell they're driving, just takes yeah. them out. The next week, I'm like. Well, her dad needs a kidney. If she's dead, she can be a donor. So, oh well, she's gonna donate anyway. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> these are the thoughts. This is what happens when you watch too much television. Yeah, the um... Ash is like, I don't, I don't watch nearly as much TV as you guys. <laughs> no, I, I watch lots of TV, but, but yeah, <laughs> no, not that. Nothing horrible happens to Carrie. Like we thought, more horrible. Well, Shane not that we Tess. know of yet. Well, I don't think I don't think there is. It was just the way the drama was building up to the climax of that mm. episode. Yeah. I was expecting something worse than Sophie and Finley being pulled over by the oh, cop. Yeah. yeah. Which can be bad, but it wasn't the bad that I thought it was going to be. The way that Yeah, I thought it was more likely they were gonna hit like hit someone. Yeah. But like it's funny because I immediately thought, Oh yeah, she's she's freaking out because she's drunk. Um, oh yeah, but I've actually I've seen lots of people questioning it, going, "Oh, maybe she's got an outstanding warrant for arrest," and I'm like, "What?" Oh no, I just, I just yeah. assumed she was yeah because she was she drinking. But I didn't yeah. pick up on like you guys said, you know, how much she had been drinking throughout the night because she did not seem intoxicated to me at all. Maybe like a little bit earlier in the night, but when they were when they first got to the car, Sophie was obviously incredibly intoxicated, and Finley seemed fine. But we also know Finley's been a very heavy drinker, especially mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can sort of like a functioning alcoholic, like yeah, if, if I you've think been you yeah. consistently drinking a lot of alcohol, you can drink a lot and be way over the limit and still seem not yeah. drunk. I think that might be the people. case. Yeah, and she's like a you know like a small person too. Like I don't even think that legally two whole I think two whole drinks would put her over the limit. Yeah. And she, like, before they got in the car as well, like, I'm, you know, that little flask must have had whiskey or something in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We don't know how much of that she'd been drinking uh, throughout the night, too. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure even before they got there, I'm sure that she drank, because remember, like, two episodes ago where she was, like, hiding the beer cans? Yeah. So it does seem weird that they would drive there in the first place. Yeah. That, yeah, that was a weird choice like we've not seen finley drive a car before have we that's what i was i was thinking about this when whenever obviously like the the cop cars went on like i was thinking oh when was the last time we saw her drive and remember the first season that she left the car at the person's house and it's like oh well maybe she said that but you know we maybe she like she could have been pulled over for a dui before Mm, yeah but yeah 
So that was not what I was expecting from the end, but luckily, so Shane and Tess uh, drop Carrie off at her house, and then they share what I thought was a very hot kiss out in the rain. Yeah, I like them together too. I know Chris doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm still. I still only get friend vibes from them. Well, I get like very be- close best friends vibes. Definitely, I don't see anything chemistry wise or romantic between them. You didn't get a lot of relationship building between them in this episode, but you got two moments. So you had at the beginning before the poker nights starting and um, they're chatting and Tess is saying she just wants to like run away to an island. And then Shane, like a very sweet, open moment. Yeah. says that she wants to go to Colorado, like to the mountains. Where <laughs> yeah, but see, I didn't understand that scene. What was the purpose of it? Was it just to show that they're two different people and they want two different things in life? Because literally, that's all it was. Was like her going, "I want to go to an island," and Shane saying, "Oh no, I want Colorado." And then the scene cuts away from them. No, I thought it was a nice, like, sharing. You know, Shane's not very open. You don't. She doesn't. She's not a person who talks about like her dreams and stuff like that. Mm. So saying that like, oh, she's always wanted to like have a house in the mountains or something like that, you know, to, to like, I don't know. That's not, it just seemed like a sweet moment that, that she was sharing of like what her, you know, refuge kind of place would be. Tess was very quick to point out that that was not. That's true. Yeah. So she says there, that's the exact opposite. Like Tess keeps finding these reasons. Well, I know, but I'm like, is that some kind of foreshadowing there? Like, no, I think that's just, no, I think that's just Tess keeps reading into every single thing that Shane says and trying to find a reason why Shane would be a bad fit for her. You know, she brings it up every time something happens. It's like, she calls it out. So that was just another of her, almost like trying to convince herself like that's the exact opposite like as if you know we're the opposite but then i don't remember what she says at the end oh but she says they this- said it's starting to rain and uh, what are we gonna do well, no what are we gonna do if it rains and shane just says oh, we'll just get wet well yeah no i meant at the at the very end of the episode oh um oh yeah oh but i make out <laughs> you're right i didn't pick up on that though because they they were standing in the rain at that point getting wet <laughs> but because I feel like Shane says something and Tess turns around and like looks at her with like this look of awe like and kind of gives in at that moment and kisses her. Oh, she's, I think she says I couldn't have done it without you. Yeah, it's which, like... Which like she, does, she totally could have. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's that one little thing I think makes Tess realize that like Shane already is a partner to her. Like all these reasons why she keeps coming up with why Shane can't be serious about someone and can't be a partner to someone well she's been doing it with her all along in like you say in a friend kind of way but i think it finally dawns on tess there that like she's not giving shane enough credit or she's blaming her for things that haven't even happened you know i don't i don't care what you say every kiss in the rain is hot doesn't matter who it is yeah I, i like shane and tess i do so I still think that there's something, something, I don't know. I don't know whether it's just like the poker vibe or what, but I feel like there's, there's something like a little bit behind the scenes that maybe like I kept getting that vibe when Sherry Jaffe showed up, like whenever Tess or Sherry Jaffe came 
and like knocked on the door I just keep feeling like there's something that's going to be revealed but maybe it's just in my (laughs) (laughs) Shane's like oh yeah by the way I forgot to tell you that I whoops I fell and had sex with the Sherry Jeffy (laughs) well I feel like I feel like it's more like something like the whole time Tess is gonna have been like Oh, she works Eddie for the or F- something FBI like I feel like it's more like poker. Oh, yeah, yeah, like something like that. This this whole time, you know, how I said this season, how Shane seems to be just over the drama, and she keeps calling out both Alice and Bet for their dramatic relationships, and it's and her previous relationship with Kiara ended very dramatically, and she just seems mm-hmm. like she's totally over it, and Tess is about the least drama person Shane could find herself with, I think. So that's why I like the pairing. I hope we don't, I hope Shane keeps it up. We don't get old Shane back (laughs) sabotaging, self-sabotaging. I kind of want it just because I I want her back with Carmen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, but for now. So next week. Yeah. The final three begin. (laughs) So what did you guys overall think of this episode? Do you like it better than six? Yes. I don't know which one I liked better. I don't yeah. know either. They both had their merits, though. I think that, I think that the six Danny was and Gigi more... pushed it. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but six had a more fun vibe to it. it and this lighter. More, mm. Yeah, this one had a more serious vibe. Yeah. But that's why I liked it, because it, I, I just feel like now – you know, the beginning of the season was like, yeah, the show's back and every look at everybody. And then now we're actually like getting into everything that's been building up and like, a, you know, a lot Tess and Shane, like Danny and Gigi and Bet and Pippa, like lots of people got together in this episode. And I'm sure in pure L word style, <laughs> most of them will be uh, it up next episode. But yeah. I... I, I just can't believe there's only three left. I hope that they get everything resolved. Well, not resolved, but I hope that we get enough. It's going to end on a climax. We know that for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple cliffhangers. <laughs> oh, God. Not even just one. Multiple. Season's had a really nice progression so far. So mm-hmm. I like it. I've been happy with it. It's It's definitely exceeded my expectations this season. Yeah. Good job, Marja. Good job. Yeah, it's been awesome. Looking forward to episode eight. So we hope that you guys will come back next week for episode eight. We hope that you have a great week. And don't forget that you can follow us on Instagram. And we also post an Elwood themed drink every single week. So if you have a chance, we'd also love if you could leave us a review. But thank you so much for listening. Make sure to take care of yourself and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.